on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the real. Let's say goodbye to the lies, the fitness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have a very special show, and you're going to want to come in close. Like a little closer, even a little bit closer than me. Okay. Because we have today Andy and DJ and JT Taylor and BJ Bowen cruising the motherfucking internet. internet. Yeah. I had to join in. No, I like it. I'm so excited. Bro, we got JT Taylor from Black Rifle Coffee. Both these guys are good buddies of mine. BJ Bowen, world champion, Baja truck, trophy truck champion, probably one of the most dangerous. Man on the planet, uh, real talk, and uh, and then we got DJ. Man. Hey, yeah, I was just <laughs> <laughs> there's us. Yeah. So like we just podcast and shit, yeah, right? So guys, uh, thanks so much for coming in and being on the show. Well, this is amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I feel like I've seen both ends of the internet. Yeah, we're definitely the lower end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, there's a left and a right, and then there's yeah. an up and a down, and then you know yeah. the dark space. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been buying a lot of fish off the dark web lately. Yeah? Really? Yeah, from Chernobyl. You know how good radioactive fish is for you? <laughs> Make you glow in the dark. It's, it's called Mitcha fish. It makes you, it's, you're prepping for the impending nuclear doom. Well, I'm just getting my body out That's correct. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like microdosing. A, yeah, you're getting a, like getting a suntan before you go to the Middle East. How do we burn. prep for, you know, going from 98.6 to 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit in one second? Chernobyl fish, yeah. And then you're good to you're go. Yeah. Fish. You get 200 crushing, pounds for $60, BJ. Crushing atmospheric pressure, you're good. Yeah, it's totally immune. <laughs> Fuck, man, it's really bright outside. <laughs> Did you ever think that we'd be literally so close to nuclear apocalypse and here we are making fun of it? But you're so happy. <laughs> yeah, what else can you do? Yeah. It ain't going to hurt. Hey, you know what? That's what you get for putting 80-year-old senile fucks in charge of our entire world who literally shit their pants multiple times a day. Y'all voted for it. I hope you're fucking happy. Holy shit. You know how they they have these like, you know, like these uh, edits of like all the various presidents like messing up, right? <laughs> I think like he's messed up in the first six months, like with all his gaps and stuff like that, more than every single president in America. Yeah, his history. demo reel is now like nine minutes and theirs oh, was like yeah. a, a quick 30 seconds or something. Yeah, when Bush was saying all that <laughs> stuff about fool me once, fool me, Shame you can't on, fool me again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he was messing that up, Joe's yeah. done that like 1,500 times oh, in the last You know what he said today? He's like, I got two words for you. Yes. Made in America. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, oh, fuck, bro. <laughs> are we just, are we above like someone just raising their hand and going, you know, when you, when you get done speaking and you walk into a wall holding your hand out, no one's just like, hey, that guy ain't all right. Hey, maybe that shouldn't be the dude that's uh, running everything. Hey, hey, can we get, bro, can we replace that guy? <laughs> he's got the new codes, bro. Like think about the guy who has a football that walks around with him. Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they like like you know the little like little fucking square peg and square holes that they, we had like little toys. Like is that the football that they give them? Because you ain't remembering those fucking codes, bro. There's no way. Bro, listen, dude, I'm of the opinion that this whole entire fucking charade that we're dealing with is all about. It's all about uh, defiling our history. It's yeah. about the. It's about taking the prestigious office. Of the president of the United States and making a fucking mockery yeah. to everybody else. I mean, I I would say that like if you looked at this from 
a Russia strategy or a China strategy of the hundred year war of, of, Hey, we know how to take America down by doing X, Y, and Z. Like they're doing a fucking damn good job. Of That's that. the thing is like, like if that succeeded. wasn't the goal, they're doing a damn hey, good how job. How do we get it. them to yeah. fire all their own combat veterans? Right. Like, <laughs> right. Dude. Jump through the hoop. Dude. <laughs> it's like common sense to anybody who like, we have this audience in America that is so like fucking they're spoiled. They're spoiled and soft, and they've never had any real, like, bro, you've served in the military. You've done some things. You and I are, how old are you? 43 and yeah, a half. We're the same age. Yeah. You're different. I'm just black. Yeah. Man. You're, you're just, you're different because <laughs> you're 26. It, is, it was 27. Di- 27. Listen, my year. When, when I grew up, bro, if I said some fucking weird shit to someone, they didn't like it. Guess what happened to me? I got punched in the fucking face. And you know what I learned after being punched in the face a few times? I learned to either not say the shit or to be able to punch them back. And we have a society that has literally for 20 years, bro, has not had any real hardship at all. And so when we talk about these things as if like, hey, this is dangerous, they, it like goes right over their fucking head. Like they're so absorbed in the idealistic nature of America, like that nothing bad we'll can pull happen. that throttle back even <clears throat> further. This society is at the easiest point to stay alive ever. Yeah. Like, so security is absolute for, I would say 98% of America, unless you live in Chicago. Like, so, so you don't, you know, most of America, you don't fear of a roadside bomb going off or, right. you know, suicide bomber or anything like that. And then food is readily available. Like, than it's ever been so now this is and this is my theory the fact that you don't have to fight to survive or fight off the tribe next door to stay alive and the fact that you don't have to hunt for food you have time to sit around and invent fucking pronouns like that's why you're fucking bored yeah it's too easy yeah it's been too easy i also believe that that is why we have so many people walking around fucking depressed we've taken away the, the, the the society's become too yeah besides all the social shit like we could, oh, I'm th- the medicines. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> dude, we could dig way into that. But, like, just from a pure nature standpoint, like, natural order, we were primal. not built yeah. to live this way. Mm-hmm. We weren't built to have zero purpose. And most people do not have a real purpose at all. And they wonder why they're depressed. I also have a, uh, I have a theory in that as well, too, though, because we are, we are on the first generation of being able to intercontinentally travel, like, in one day. And if you think about like the history of the human race and the history of the animal race, never in any time in history can you pluck a a newt from Japan and put him in the Colorado River and think that he's going to survive. No shit. So what do you think the the Mm. aspects and the, the effects on us from in one day getting in a pressurized tube and going thousands of miles from where we were supposed to live? Mm. What effects does that have? We don't know. Yeah. Is anybody even looking into that? To be completely real, like I never thought about it like ever once, which is weird because I think a lot of dumb shit. I never thought about that. But it's just one of those things that like I think we've overlooked. Like I, the fact that the disappointing thing for me about American society is that we do have one of the most educated societies and like, and, and like resource available, but we don't use data to drive how we now we use emotion our culture yes we use emotion so it's like why aren't we looking at the data hey is it bad for us to relocate because this is the first 
we are of the first humans that are able to do this, that were born in Florida. And now I decide I'm going to uh, raise my family in Washington state. Like what implications does that have? Yeah. Because that's a good never question. in Earth's history, were well, we able to do that? You, your smooth brains would say, well, it shouldn't matter because we're all fucking people. But people who understand actual reality would start to consider things like you had a 25 mile influence, like, like, yeah. like, like sphere of influence over since humans existed. Like, generally, unless you're, you know, sailing like in, in the early years and things like that, those were the only people that were really moving further and further away from the climate that they grew up in. And that's where I'm going with too, is mm. it's just based on your gene, your, your gene history and everything you were supposed to live here. Yeah. H history though. That's a unique word right now. You know, um, <clears throat> isn't it weird that it's, it seems to me like every single thing that's been trying, that's uh, been done in society for the last 20 years has been designed to cut us off from our actual human history like bro we don't even know our history like we really don't know like we were sitting in the in the room before the show we were talking about all these different things and um you know we were talking about alcohol specifically and we all agreed that we've all had experiences with alcohol and we all agreed that while we all may like alcohol we also realized that it's propagated so heavily to help control the population yeah and that decision was made in 1921 like when they, they pulled prohibition, like, so what were the backroom conversations federally from all of our politicians where they went, you know what? Maybe we should let them have this. I bet it would be, I bet the conversation went like this. <laughs> hey, we got this good system set up. We're going to get rich as fuck. And the best thing that we can do to protect ourselves and protect our wealth is to handicap these people. But mm -hmm. this goes back to sphere of influence. If you look at like a any normal person's sphere of influence, like what they want, they want you to go to your local bar and your local Walmart, and that's it. Yeah. Like as long as that's all you're going to, then then you're you're subsided. I mean, that's why they created giant box stores that have everything in it, so you don't have to go anywhere else. Like, what do you think about what do you think about social media? Then I must say it's the same thing. Okay, with technology. so because like here's my take on social. I believe that they planned on using social exactly as they're planning, actually how they use it right now, right? And how they're using it is. To control opinions and narratives. That's exactly what, it, what they've been doing with it. I, I, you know, under the guise, like everything else they do, that it's going to bring us together and be more inclusive and make and us healthier does. and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It does not fucking help us. It hurts us. However, <clears throat> I also can see how they are sitting there in their offices right now saying, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Because their own tool has now given people like us voices and influence that, you know, these other people would have never heard, you know? So I think it's reactionary. So I think they were late to the party. Um, and I can talk to you about social media a lot because I was part yeah. of the, 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 the explosion. I know like you're an I expert. Was, massive I was expert in it, in, it. In, in 2011 when Facebook created Pages Software. By the end of 2011, I had access to about 3 million followers on Pages that I helped run with other people. And at that time, this is before Facebook had went public and before they had ever even started the ad or boost program. So like, I remember a time where there was a page with half a million followers, I would post and 10 minutes later, it would have 78,000 comments. So at first they were asleep at the wheel. So they were just like what the old, the old heads and, and, and everybody in politics, they were like, Oh, the social media thing until they realized, Oh fuck. I mean, you look back to like 2013, 14, 15, 
how many how many like local politicians and people's campaigns were toppled because you no longer could keep a secret. You no longer could press on on somebody or a woman in your office that you were inappropriate with or now all of a sudden it was blowing up and and regular people were able to post this information instantly and affect everybody. And so that's when like the knee jerk happened around I think 17 18. But this also comes to the whole culture of of America. Is you look back from 2012 to 2016 and we're a prime example of one of these of, of one of these examples is you know we gained this social media fame and it was celebrated by the community it was celebrated by the military community the police community everybody was like article 15 black rifle coffee matt jared you, this is awesome we love this we love this and and it was almost like you had a, a personal connection with it but then around 2017 2018 is when everybody went well wait this girl I knew from high school that got really popular on Instagram and all she does is post her food and bikini pics. Like, why can't I do that too? So then you had this kind of phase where everybody was like, okay, I just watched somebody I know do this. Why can't I do it as well? And when that didn't work is when 2019 hit and we went into the age of offense where now for you to garner engagement on social media, you needed to fucking say some fucked up shit and take a stance on one side or the other in an extreme to just get people to argue on that. And that's where we're at now. Yeah, it's like polarized anything society. that is yeah. anything that gets engagement now is just a fight. See, I think it's deeper than that, bro. Yeah. I think I think I think you're spot on. But I think Instagram legitimately ruined human co communications. Because if you think about how humans are meant to communicate <clears throat> and you go back to the 1800s, right? Like we didn't have what we had. We had fucking Pony Express. Do right? we have to go back that far? Telegram. Uh, no. We, <laughs> we're, we're, going, we're going to the. He meant 1865. I meant the late 1800s. I didn't mean before the middle of 1800s. Wife's wet. All right. Cool. You're, you're good, bro. So, <laughs> but if you think about it, we talked face to face, or maybe we sent a postcard or a letter, mm -hmm. and that was it. And then we had radio, television, and fucking print really come come around on a big scale. I mean, print's been around for hundreds of years, but uh, you know, in the twenties and the thirties, well, world radio media. and television had a filter. This was the first time, like they decided who you know. It was decided by Harvey Weinstein that Brad Pitt was going to be a superstar. It was like, okay, I'm going to line oh, you up yeah. from the time you're 19. This one, this one, this one. They manufactured it. There was a barrier for sure, of entry for sure. Where when social happened, no more barrier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, what happened with this communication, uh, the reason people can't even have discussions, because that's the biggest thing that we're missing right now. We're missing the ability to have an actual discussion with anybody that doesn't believe in everything that we say. And, and if they don't, like if you don't do everything I say, or you don't believe everything that I believe, well, fuck you. And that's the culture we live in. And that's why we can't fucking solve any of these fucking problems. And why 80 year old fucking tyrants who shit their pants are literally the weakest people on the planet are calling the shots for us because we fucking fell into their trap, okay? Along came the fax machine, revolutionized business communication. Along came email. Along came social media. When social media, when Facebook made the decision to allow you to like comments, okay, it changed the fucking way people communicate because instead of you posting something and me fucking saying, hey, Jared, you know what? I agree with you on here, but I don't agree with you here. And, and instead of that, now we get attention by saying, hey, Jared, fuck you. Yeah. And then it gets a bunch, a whole bunch of traffic. 
So now communication is not about solving things or connecting anymore. Now it's all about who could say the wittiest, most abrasive shit for attention. And it and and so that's been going on for 10 years. So in addition to what you're saying, which I agree with, I think we have culturally been divided because of the nature of how we communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well even simple that, further. like a simple like or dislike, that's all the communication that's needed. Oh yeah. You it's, know what I'm saying? Depending on who it's coming from and what the fucking post was. Well, oh shit. Well, like, he liked that. Or now oh, take shit, it a step further. Liked. Now take it, you know, they're saying that we're in like the most uh failed relationship age ever like where like uh, even young adults mid mid age adults they can't keep a relationship for more than a year two years whatever the statistic is but what that what where, where i think that can't is stemming from is because instagram is this false window into somebody's life where they mm -hmm. only show you the perfection and that right. is anytime you have a conflict with your significant other you immediately are looking at other people assuming that they're better like just because of what they put out nobody like else like, yeah. like see and, and if you yeah. think about that i hate like, that 30 years ago when all we had were house phones you you didn't know what your neighbors were doing when they went on vacation unless they went and got fucking kodaks developed and they showed you later on but now Not only you're that. seeing them at the beach three times a week and it's like well wait why don't we do that and what they do this and we don't and and so it's a constant battle of this fake kind of mm. horseshit and you're 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 comparing constantly thinking that the grass is greener on the other side so i think that's an even bigger damage piece yes yeah. well dude and then you throw in the fact like you guys remember uh what it was like to date someone before the internet right um if you got in a fight and broke up with them you may never fucking see that person ever again no yeah. Now, nowadays, they're on. If you break up with somebody, they're still yeah, like but, right in front of yeah, your so face how, every single day. How much more serious did you take conflict in your relationship before the internet because you knew that they could be fucking gone forever? Like, for real, yeah. never seen them. Well, look at like that's just real a, shit. A yeah. social standard that's changed. Thirty years ago in 1999, 2000, if you if you called DJ's house and he wasn't home, that was acceptable for you. You're yeah. like, oh, I just missed him. Yeah. If you text somebody now and they don't and you don't fucking hit, or you, you yeah, know somebody texts you enough. you don't hit them back yeah. or you don't, they, you don't they say hey what are you doing me. tonight and yeah. you you end up posting a story an hour later doing something with somebody they take else it personal. now yes yeah. it's like dude, look at how this has fucking changed everybody yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. bro you you really like you truly to get any kind of freedom you truly have to stop giving a fuck like sorry dude I'm living my life. But turn it off. Yeah, that's Look it. Look at concerts now. Yeah. When was the last time you went to a concert? I mean, I couldn't even tell you. What do you see? Yeah. You see this. It, yeah. yeah. They are more Holding concerned up their fucking phones. with them or a showing show. other people that they are there mm. than they are to just put it down and go, and actually this is right there. Yeah. yeah, that's all. It's it's like yeah. That was you actually look a crazy. That was actually <laughs> a crazy study that was done like about that. Right? They they took people. And there was a like you know some type of an event going on, and the people that had their phones that were recording the event through the phone, they could not tell you what actually took place once the phone was down, because when you're seeing it through this screen, I mean it's a crazy. You know, study. yeah, DJs. they got to make sure they get the shot right so they can share it with everybody. But else. they can't. So they, they could not it. even recall what actually happened once that phone is taken away. Like, yeah. like no two idea. three years ago, DJs were the most like in the top two most popular like. Uh, like subcategories on Instagram. Why? Because the culture was if you're at an EDM show, you have to post it on your story. So, mm -hmm. like, DJs would 
just go up in the millions, 50, 50 million followers because they'd play to 70,000 people and 70,000 phones are out tagging them. They got all the exposure. (laughs) Bro, it's weird to me. Like, uh, like I like fireworks, right? Like I always think fireworks pretty cool. And we do a couple big displays a year here at the company. And, um, every year, man, like motherfuckers have their phones out record. When, when when are you going to watch that? Hmm. When are you going to pull that out? Yeah, you're going to sit down. You're not fucking watching the fucking fireworks, bro. Just be present. Like, just enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to get back to this. Yeah. These motherfuckers are robbing us, literally robbing us from our human experience. And not only that, they're taxing us to the point where we can't even have one. Yeah. I think, think too, though, you got to, like, they've been able to tap into the human psyche. You know what I'm saying? And the, the reward systems of humans. DJ, like they, they tap it's all into intentional. The dopamine Read the book, The Chaos Machine. It talks about it. <laughs> well, you want to know what my combat to it is? Because I've actually been like actively trying to change this a little bit, just with me and my friends, like, yeah. like getting rid of this. Yeah. So I currently have Nate Wessel uh, designing us a Viking longhouse that we're going to build. Yeah. And you have to show up, you know, once every couple of weeks, put on your furs. Yeah. And there's no phones allowed in there. There's no electricity. So I mean, it's all candle. It's all in? torch. And we we roast yeah. a pig. And yeah. then Caleb Francis oh, makes a barrel good. of mead. Like, because we've been researching how to make mead. And it's a whole night of just sounds no electronics. Awesome. But we get to be Vikings. Bro, I'm in. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to invite myself. Sorry. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. You, you just got to get the costume. Fur? That's hey, it. Listen, that, I think I could rock that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Were there, I mean, were there black Vikings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's on, it's, they're on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they're on Netflix. Gotta be true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. All right. Well, we got, dude. I mean, we got cruise the internet, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got some good ones. Oh, I bet we do. <laughs> got some good ones. Guys, remember, if you want to see any of these articles, links, pictures, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You can find them all there. And uh, with that being said, we're actually getting something over the airways right now. Yeah, breaking news, guys. Breaking news. Our breaking news headline reads, Uvalde cop 45 slammed for not saving massacre kids, was rehired to protect the school, and only fired after grieving parents found out. She was caught on body cam saying, if my son had been in there, I would have not been outside. Uh, so this is a big, 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 big deal coming out, right? So a Uvalde cop who resigned, okay, after being slammed by parents for failing to intervene in the massacre was rehired to protect the same school, okay? Uh, her name's Crimson uh, Elizondo. She's 45. She's now been fired from her position at the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District after another outcry from parents. Uh, Elizondo, a former officer with the Texas Department of Public Safety, was among the first cops to arrive at the scene of May 24th shooting. She was caught on body cam outside the building, failing to make any attempt to enter. Um, Elizondo quietly resigned when the investigation was launched into the police response. She was then hired at the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District. In her new position, she was tasked with protecting the survivors of the shooting that left 19 kids and two teachers dead. What do we you got can't make this? that up. Yeah. You can't make that up. First off, there's a couple of things like this that, is right here, by the way. That's not some dork with a rifle is not a very difficult problem to solve. Um, you know, and that's one thing from my, you know, I, I don't think that that would be a very difficult problem to solve. If this is your job, you know, and you get the opportunity to burn somebody down that's, that's trying to compromise the safety of children or try and send them to the afterlife, right? 
I don't think that's that difficult a problem to solve because this person does not have the training that some of these law enforcement officers do. Um, secondly, that's a really cool way to die. I was trying to save all these children mm-hmm. and that's, that's how, you know, that's how it ended for me. But in reality, going there and regardless of what kind of uh, fire you take, you know, there, there's like, she didn't even try. Yeah. Just she didn't even try. fucking try. I am comfortable responding to this because I have ran towards gunfire a multitude of times, not knowing where yeah, <laughs> exactly you, it was. You, you can speak on this. You <laughs> can, yeah, fuck this. Like, right? like no. First off, we should be and we like, love cops. Yes, we fucking love. So we can. This is turning me inside out. That it was even considered. Nobody at no point yeah. in that process of like, hey, might want to just throw that application in the shredder. Right. By the way, why is she allowed to quietly resign while there's an investigation going on against her? Mm-hmm. Because no, the investigation needs to complete, and she has to face the <clears throat> consequences for being right there with the tools to do something and not doing it. You're a fucking coward. Get out. Fucking deporter. Well, look. <laughs> look, bro. Get out, coward. I think this is representative of a bigger problem in this country than all of this. I mean, we could break this down to the individual level, to the systemic level. You know, we, we could better train our police. They could earn more money. There's all kinds of things like that. Like, most of these motherfuckers can't shoot any better than I can. And I can't shoot very fucking good. I'll okay. bet you shoot better than they do. Uh, I'm just saying. Them. Yeah. Like I train at a very minimal level. Um, <clears throat> you know, the problem that I see here is that America has become soft. You know, 2016, 2017, 18, 19, 20, you know, it was fuck around and find out and I'm going to kick your ass if you step on my fucking line. And like, dude, when, when the pandemic happened, uh, where was everybody? A bunch of people went along with shit they didn't want to go along with. And now we've been inched and inched and inched into this fucking space where um, I don't know if everybody else notices, but we're kind of in a bad fucking spot. We need people to stand up. And I would just like to know when people are going to become the fucking Americans that I've known them to always be, because that would be nice. We need those people right now. No, the American public should be scared. They should they should be, should be fucking they- terrified they should be because you should look at this like that you should look at this as the 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 vaccine layoffs of the united states military was their reaction knowing that a majority of the military leans right Mm -hmm. and they knew that when if they were called to turn their arms against american citizens they wouldn't do it the integrity this was was a fucking ploy Yep. To weed these people out. That's this right. Horse shit fucking but where um, the fuck extremism. Is, bro, you're not a stand down. We're, we're not geniuses. Shit. Like fucking, it's pretty obvious, bro. But you know, I talk to people, you know, like, look, dude, it's real easy to act like a bad motherfucker when there ain't no fucking threat. That's my point. Everybody was pro-freedom, pro-America, fuck around and find out my whole life. I believe that shit. Like, I actually believe that shit. I know you two guys do too, and I know you do as well. Where did everybody go? We're, we're living in a country now where police officers will fucking let kids die and then, get, and then be first to get the job when they apply back for it? Yeah, that's crazy. How I, is this even a thing? I'm sorry, dude, but like we, you know, we have to remember who the fuck we are. Like American men especially, you need to remember who the fuck you are and what it means to be a fucking American. 
It doesn't mean puss the fuck out when shit gets hard. It means step the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And we're missing that in this country right now on a mass scale. This is why I keep saying the weakest people in our society are calling the plays because all these freedom-loving people that I'm disgusting and angry at right now, you guys have li- lived by this creed of live and let live, free America. We all agree with that. But when motherfuckers come and step on that line and try to take it, you have to fucking resist at right. a bare minimum. Yeah, but where's the firings? Like yeah. mayor of Uvalde should be fired. Chief of police of Uvalde should be fired. His captain should the be whole fired. Station like should be rebuilt. You should strip your fucking patch off because you should be embarrassed to wear a Uvalde fucking police department patch. Like completely. You know on the inside, bro, they're in there justifying it. Like, oh, they oh, all they all they're, suck. They're each saying other. this shit. They're saying they this jerk shit. off in each other's mouths. They're, they're fucking. <laughs> They're saying, <laughs> listen, they're saying this. Well, we know we're getting a lot of media scrutiny, but they don't understand the intricacies of how this actually went down. Oh, they, they weren't like, there. They weren't yes, there. Yeah. And they're justifying their lack of action. And there is no justification. There is none. I, I just hate, I hate how the school districts try to like fucking play it off like they had no idea. Right. So the parents, like the article says, <laughs> it says parents said they immediately recognized her when they spotted Elizondo this week in the school and demanded that she be fired. The school district said, Dude, that, ima- imagine yeah, yeah. if you're a parent, oh, yeah. okay, whose kid was murdered by this fucking weak little bitch motherfucker, and you, go, you find out that the school hired one of, like, imagine that. The coward. Imagine that. Like, wait, so you, you, you're asking for this to happen again. Yeah. You hired the coward. I'd want to burn a fucking building down. I mean, Bro, it's no, so I mean, fucking it's, The district, the mayor, like, this is our problem. Is we're not firing people. We're, no, no. But the bigger problem is, is that guys that believe uh, what we're saying are not demanding it. Yeah. That's the biggest problem. Y'all fucking want to take the high road and turn the other cheek and live and let live until these motherfuckers are at your front door. And by that time, it's too fucking late. Yeah. Her it has, th- dude, people, you, you have to start standing up for what's right. And this is fucking about the most fucking wrong thing I've ever fucking seen in my entire fucking 43 years of living. Yeah. This is today because this is the yeah, first so time. Yeah, so this I've just came it. out. So she was just uh, terminated yesterday, which was Thursday. Today's Friday when the show was recorded. Yeah. I mean, how does that? Fu- hey, sit down real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they found out you were the one that uh, you know kind of let this happen the first time. Right. So it's we're gonna have to let you. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> this, this was the to your uh, point, bro. To your shoes. point earlier, I fucking love the police. Yeah, police are my kind of people, bro. All the police I know here in fucking Missouri are. I don't know how they are everywhere else, but I'm telling you right here, they're good motherfuckers. They're patriotic. They respect fucking freedom. They pr- protect and serve like they're supposed to. That's what we have here. Now, are there bad ones? I'm sure there is because there's always a fucking percentage of shitbags mm-hmm. in any group. No, justifying that your fucking chief or captain told you to stand down from going into that no. room while you're hearing gunshots. No. You're a fucking coward. And, and that is a, that is an order you I don't, don't listen to, bro. I don't even know how the fuck you could live with that. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Like, I don't. None none of my none of my people at LVMPD are, are like that. All the people that oh, I know no, at LVMPD, I know, I know some of the guys over there. They they train. You, you know some they, guys. Are, they eat some rocks. Like. Yeah, they're, they're bad motherfuckers. Metro. <laughs> yeah, one of their one of their SWAT guys was, was at the 14th. They saw us with me, and he's dope as shit. Like, yeah. Dude. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, but the cops here, I like them. And I know they work hard and they train hard and they give a fuck about the real shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like, I don't understand. Like to me, l- look, man, and I, this, listen, 
burn everybody down it that's would. in the way if of that was my son the life i don't have a son. son i see how my son I, the closest thing i have to a son is my brother's son okay and i see the relationship they have and i see how special it is and i see these things and then i imagine some fucking pussy allowing a fucking antifa weirdo to go in and fucking shoot all these bro no i don't listen these people should honestly be in protection somewhere and and uh, like to, to even think that you could go back to the fucking school where you did this it, it, it's a it's a it's a display of the flawed think, thinking mm -hmm. that we have in this country like am i like am i fucking wrong no, no this 100%. is like this is this is almost this is like like I'm to the point movie. of like parody like you have to be <clears throat> like are you sure this is in the onion this no, no, it's really it's the well, Babylon B. No shit, DJ, you got the Babylon <laughs> B up, bro. Did you see that? Did you see that Babylon B video with the M and M's? Did you fucking see that? <laughs> no, no. Well, I never talk. I won't talk about it anyway. <laughs> I thought it was real. I was so fucking mad, like I didn't realize it was the Babylon B. It was a, it was a fucking video about how the fucking M and M can become a skittle. And it was like, it explained all oh, these. Oh, I scrolled right past that because I thought it was a regular commercial. I'm so pissed Bro, I didn't watch that. I, I was so fucking angry. And, and then I saw the Babylon Bee. I'm like, fuck, they got me. They got me. Yeah. Those dudes are funny. Yeah, they, they are. are. They're yeah. fucking they hilarious. Are they are. Well, yeah. So that Dude, was, I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to be like some extremist weirdo, but like we have to get back to a fucking standard in this country. Is that extreme? Is that it's weird? Not, I don't think so. Asking for a standard? No, we need a fucking standard of accountability for real shit. And like, dude, there should be standards. I, I do. Next. <laughs> Look at yeah, the fuck. Get it off the screen. Yeah, I can't. Bro, <laughs> Those well, kids on. are fucking. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to point something out on the screen. Look at the kids' faces. Look yeah. how fucking terrified they are. Yeah, because they've seen now. Now look, things. look at the physical fucking conditioning of the people wearing the police uniforms. Fat ass, fat ass, fat ass. And you think these people are going to run into a fucking room like that? Not unless there's donuts in there. They won't. It's the truth. Or a promotion. Yeah. Or a promotion. I fucking can't stand it, dude. No, I get it. Well, that was our uh, breaking news, guys, moving straight along. Headline number one. Headline number one reads, partner organization to Michelle Obama's we, When We All Vote releases vulgar, no voting, no fucking rap song. Um, this is a good one, guys. I promise. Okay? No fucking. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a misprint. I saw that one. That saw was this? crazy. Okay. All right. So yeah. I got, I got, Wait, get, I got, yeah. I got a couple of follow-ups here. Okay. But the article reads, a millennial and black focused dating app that is partnering with Michelle Obama's When We All Vote initiative has released a raunchy rap video titled No Voting, No Fucking, um, fucking with a V, uh, with the goal of motivating horny young people to register to vote, and it seems to vote Democrat for the midterm elections. Uh, the dating app known as Black uh, has teamed up with rappers Trina and Saucy Santana to release a new single titled No Voting, No Fucking, which finger, uh, features sexually suggestive double entendres like stuff my ballot box uh put the buy in bipartisan and uh quote wanna hit this booty gotta do your civic duty here is a clip for you everybody uh oh my uh, god pop on this one you're gonna fucking love this <laughs> 
I've seen enough. I fucking got the place, right? <laughs> How crazy is that? I saw that last night. I'm like, yeah. man, they that's think that's a real that thing. That's real. That's not. That's not parody. No, that's real. That's a real thing that they're targeting towards black voters. Yes. Like I, I you go ahead and start on this one. Subject matter expert here. Yeah. <laughs> speak, <laughs> speak for all the black people. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think, I think it's hilarious, man. But I think the the bigger thing here is that. It just goes to show how fucking out of touch they are with the actual temperature of where people stand, right? Like, black people are over that shit. Kanye fucking did a, a decent job in helping that in the last couple of days. Um, there's been a couple of guys. Yeah, did you watch Tucker last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was it good? Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah. You know what I'm was. saying? And so it's like, they are so fucking out of touch with where black people are. Like, again, I don't speak for everyone, but I know a decent amount of black people. Like, we don't know all, all well, know each other. People, I know yeah, but like, see, here's... There's a unique perspective that DJ and I do have on this topic, um, not because DJ is black, but because we did a controversial episode mm -hmm. that got literally pulled off the internet about the black square fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And we had thousands of people hating on us because of this episode. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening over the last two years was pretty incredible. Yeah. Most of those people actually kept listening. Mm -hmm. And then. <laughs> Now, these are the same people sharing the motherfucking show yeah. every single day yeah. because they realized yeah. that they were being fucking played. Yeah. But, and I'm not talking a few, I'm not talking, but I'm talking about a large number of yeah. black listeners that we have on the show. Yeah. And so it's actually increased our, our black audience massively because we're telling the truth. And so, you know, while we may not speak for everybody, we have, we have a, a nice good, sample group. Yeah, we got a pretty good gauge yeah. on it. You know what I'm saying? And so, and, and we've been able to see the 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 flip. Yeah, you know, and so like, I mean, to me, I mean, it's it's fucking disgusting. And I know a lot of the other because it's I, like this is what you guys are got to do. Like, bro, I, listen. Here's what I here's what I was thinking when I was watching that. I was like, if I was if I was black, yeah, like legitimately, and this was their way to try and earn my fucking vote, I would be so insulted yeah because they care nothing about real issues that are affecting me or my community oh. or my family or my money. and they think that i'm so fucking stupid that i'm gonna go vote for them because i made a fucking rap video like that's, that's a, bro that's to me that's how <laughs> i would feel do you think there is any woman in the united states right now that watches this and goes you know what i'm in yeah and 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 says that hey did you vote <laughs> like no not a <laughs> single one that part of it's stuff kind of my <laughs> ballot box. not a single one stuff my ballot box put the buy and buy it's a, dude it's, it's it's just another example of the push 
of the degradation of standard and culture in our country. 100%. Like, right? like dude, the, the person singing this, I don't know who that was. Saucy I guess that's Santana. Saucy Santana. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, what is that? Is I, that I don't know okay. what it was. Either. I don't know. It's It yeah. looks like a woman, but it's got a beard. And I don't know the pronouns. So I'm just saying I, I think she has a dick, though. I, yeah, I don't what know. Is, what is that thing? I, I don't know. But, like, that's the shit they're pushing. Wait, was there a beard? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even see that. What, what's really funny? Oh, shit. I didn't even You guys want to watch it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's really funny is the got, guy that's like, my I got to go vote or I'm not going to get laid. The guy that's like, I got to go vote or I'm not going to get laid. Yeah, yeah. That guy's not going to get laid whether he votes or if you not. Hit, he's he, that he, fucking soft. He said, if you want to hit this booty, you got to do your civic duty. Is what it was. Yeah. yeah. And vote fucking Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> so that maybe maybe we can all live. Yeah. But here's here's the thing. Like I said, I got by the way, I'm not Republican. I'm just telling you right now, it's all what the fuck we got. Yeah. Here's the thing though, because like, there's there's a couple of follow-ups. So you got that going on in the video, right? But then just today, this headline reads the DC Council takes first step in passing bill to let illegal migrants and non-citizens vote in local elections. Um, that comes after another bus of migrants was dropped. At yeah, Congress but the House. great replacement theory is fucking it's bullshit. complete bullshit. Yeah, right. And we cover this. And on you the know show. what? I'm a total fucking bigot racist for even saying it. But like we covered this on the show with because uh, the same thing happened in New, uh, in New York City. Um, but a shit ton of black people got together and got pissed off and they were able to fucking knock it down. Now they're doing it in D.C. They're trying they're trying to make black people's vote irrelevant. Well, yeah, because they keep doing this fucking want to do the booty. And then they sell it. Shit. They sell it as if it's some sort of Nazi agenda where white people don't want their race diluted. Yeah. Like, no, they realize that the black communities are done with your bullshit. Right. And we're tired of having people in government that fucking suck. And guess what? They want to vote a different way. So now because they're going to vote a different way, they're going to give these other people your vote. Yeah, like, like, like this poll, Hispanic conservatives show 65-point shift towards Republicans. The biggest shift since 2012. So, like, nobody... So that's this what is I'm where saying, Joe like, Biden would say some racist shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he would legit say, he would say something stupid ass as fuck and be like, that's because Hispanics are smarter than black people. <laughs> and, and no, 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 no bullshit. And he will get away with it. Yeah, that's that's the fucking double standard that problem, we're talking. Man. How does he skate through all the racist shit that he's said over the past two years? I, I think people are. Just I don't like, know because if you so said it, you it. fucking you know people do not understand. Like, well, I mean, let's the just double look standard. at like, 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 like dude, like, he fucking said on on fucking uh, uh what's his CT C- C- the God. On his show, he, uh, Charlemagne, Charlemagne the guy. Yeah. He fucking told, Char- that was Charlemagne, wasn't yeah, it? Charlemagne, he told yeah. Charlemagne, if you don't vote for me, you ain't fucking black. Like, bro, if I really fucking said that shit, like really, like I meant it. <laughs> yeah, but look at what it, we allow. You've got Robert O'Rourke, who is an Irish guy, a oh. shitty fucking like little fucking woman human. Beta douche. Yeah, yeah. that calls himself Beto. To appease to the Hispanic voters. Like, and no one goes, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, like, right. Like, yeah. this is where shit. Hold on. This I didn't even know that. That's the play down there. You didn't know that Beto's real name is Robert. No, 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 Francis. no. I didn't know they were trying to portray him as Latino. Well, that's the whole Beto thing is like. So he could appeal to a, the. It's his nickname. No, he would have been asshole. better off just saying Robert X. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what percentage uh, Latino or Hispanic or whatever is he? 
Where? Nothing. I don't. I don't believe. <laughs> so he's anything. just a white guy. Yes. The, 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 like, the, a white the guy with a DUI in his stomach from that Taco loses Bell. every election that he fucking has. Like, and that's the thing. I, I don't understand the people that still because he's running for governor in Texas, yet gets on a stage and says, "I will take your AR-15 in Texas." Okay, you just lost the Texas vote. Yeah, right there. You're done. So is I don't. Is know. that the guy who said, "Hell yeah, I'm coming for your AR-15"? Yes. Or whatever? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know who in their right mind is just okay with throwing money into a barrel and lighting it on fire to giving it to Beto for a campaign no. for governor in the state of Texas. You're wasting your fucking time. Same dude that I remember. Who, like, who, who is giving this dude money? That's a good question. Like, oh, I, I know no who. Idea. No shit, you know who. Yeah, I know who. <laughs> Old GS. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, GS. Oh, fucking yeah. KS. And you know what's funny? People think like, oh, dude. You know, uh, he's going to be dead soon. Yeah, he is. Maybe. 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 Shit. We don't know the fucking secrets these motherfuckers hold. Well, he's been dead. But he's also got a son that's our age. Yeah. Ready to take Yeah, but reins. Elon just that unveiled Parmesan. the freaking, uh, you know, the Tesla bot. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh. George is going to get his brain just downloaded to a Tesla bot, and then we're all fucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was headline number one. Uh, moving right along, guys. Headline number Bro, am two. I reading that wrong? Is like how I would take that? Which part? Like, dude, if that fucking shit was like about white people, I'd be like, they're really propagating this shit to us? They think we're this fucking stupid? What would they be saying instead of, what would the lyrics be? Oh, fuck. No yeah. vote. No s'mores party. No <laughs> vote. No, no wine. No raisins in the potato salad. No vote. No weird dancing. <laughs> I'll stop using fabric softeners. <laughs> <laughs> Problem no! is, you know what's funny though? The sheets are itchy. All the, listen, the fun, the best part is all the jokes about white people are true as fuck. <laughs> we all fucking know it. Know. So like we're like, yeah, that's us. <laughs> our, our our comedian Brent Pella, uh, that does a lot of work with us, him and JP Sears, he just uh, started uh, a wine company called Vibe. And I called him yesterday. I was like, dude, we got a problem. He goes, yeah, you got all serious. Like what? I was like, we got that case of Vibe, and Corey's been sucking down a bottle a day. She just got an UGGS tattoo. Oh, like, like, <laughs> she's basic as fuck now, bro. No, bro, pre- 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 pretty soon she's gonna have a. Tra- she started a, trans a candle kid. brand. I'm fucked. Right, 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 nah, bro. Soon it's gonna be the trans kid accessory. Oh, That's man. what trans kids are now. They're the fucking An accessory. Ass- they're the accessory for for uh. It's a little chihuahua. In the, upper middle the, class white yeah. women. Oh yeah, that drink yeah. wine. Yeah, that's my real. son. Yeah, yeah. my it's, son. It's, yeah. It's the attention. Like I yeah. saw a meme. Do you know when they start making memes about the, the shit? Real it's true. fucking true. Oh, yeah. Right? Like the memes don't work unless everybody knows it's true. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like people, people are like, oh, dude. No. If the memes are, it is what it is. If it makes bro. you go off. Uh, yeah. You know, there was a meme off. and it said, uh, it had like a little girl. She's like seven, five, six, seven, something. And she's like, I like the color blue and I like sports. Oh, yeah. And the two parents are like. Let's schedule the surgery. Yeah, yeah, I saw like, that. That's, like, yeah. It's funny, but like it's real shit too. Dude, it's because like, we're dealing with these brainwashed yeah. fucking idiots who buy into this woke shit nonstop. And it's like they're out in their fucking minds. They're so insecure that they will fucking go along with anything mm-hmm. if it makes them like accepted to their little fucking circle. Yeah. Like that's what we're dealing with. Like, bro, this ain't a game. You know, <laughs> that's real shit. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I gotta sure. make it all serious all the time. <laughs> no 
fucking jokes around here. Dave. My eight year old, my my eight year old <laughs> daughter can ride a dirt bike better than anybody her age. It's a boy. Yep. Time to cut it off. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's, do it. let's schedule the surgery. Schedule <laughs> go straight to Vanderbilt. Yep. All right. No more fucking jokes. All right. Next All right. topic. Just cultural humor. Yeah. Moving right along, guys. Headline number two. Uh, speaking, <laughs> the flow is great. Headline number two reads, Colorado Baker, who won Supreme Court victory over his refusal to bake a gay wedding cake, challenges new ruling against him after he declined to bake a gender transition cake. Oh, oh my God. That's why do they people do. keep going to this guy? <laughs> right? Like, they're just fucking... It's on he's purpose. clearly a winner. Yeah, people are still like, Why would you fuck with him? He's already taken it. It's like, dude, the guy didn't bend the first time. I'm yeah. 100% sure yeah. he's yeah. not bending this time. Yeah. That was three years ago, right? Yes, it was. Something well, like four, that. Damn near four years ago. Four actually. years ago, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the article reads, a baker who won a partial Supreme Court victory after refusing to make a wedding cake for a gay couple on religious grounds is now challenging another ruling that went against him over a refusal to make a gender transition cake. Uh, a lawyer for Jack Phillips on Wednesday challenged Colorado's appeal court to overturn a ruling made last year uh, in connection with the case brought against him by a transgender attorney. Uh, Autumn Scardina placed an order in 2017 with Phillips Cake Shop in Denver for a blue birthday cake with pink filling to signify her gender transition. Uh, but Phillips, a Christian, refused to fulfill the request, testifying in court last year that he does not believe that someone can change genders and would not celebrate somebody who thinks that they can. Uh, in June 2021 ruling, Denver District Judge A. Bruce Jones said Scardina was denied a cake in violation of the law and fined him $500, the maximum penalty, under Colorado's Anti-Discrimination Act. Uh, while Phillips uh, said he could not make the cake because of its message, Jones said the case was about the refusal to sell a product, uh, not compelled speech. So it's been going. Yeah. Well, Don't got? you have the right to refuse service in this Fuck country? It. Well, you know what? It, it, goes, it, it goes further than this. And this right here, this is what should happen. Yeah, the fucking court shouldn't even take the case. No, they and shouldn't. they should say, "Shut up, shut up! Don't go to the cake shop." And we should be done with that's this it. because yeah, this is our fucking money, guys. Yeah, this is our fucking tax dollars are spent on a fucking judge listening to this horseshit. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, shut up, shut up! We're done with this. I'm not. No, bro, they used not to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, and they said if you brought it back, we'll put you both in jail. Yeah, that's the shit. I don't want to hear do. it. Don't go to the cake shop. Go to someone else. Bro, they handle problem it solved. Sense. They would fucking handle it just like two kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. They say, hey, stay the fuck away from him, and you stay the fuck away from him. This is a waste and if you guys get a fucking fist fight again, I'm putting you both in jail for 30 days. It's a waste of our resources. It's a waste of our time. Like, they're spending our money on yeah. this. Yeah. Like, but it goes back to your earlier point, though, JT, bro. It's like, because everything is so great, we have to create the problem, yeah. right? And so yeah. it's like, you know, like, like you just said, bro, okay, they don't, he doesn't want to bake you a fucking penis cake, whatever it is. Go, go find somewhere. another fucking bake shop. And else. guess what? Because this country is so fucking, fucking great. Penis cake. You, if you can't find another bake shop, start your fucking own. But we know agree, what this dude. truly is about. This is was all about the attention. And we need to call it out yeah. and say, stop. Yeah. Stop. The only reason you're pressing this on him is because you want the attention to be the transgender transition cake case that has a news no, story about it. It's not even the attention. It's the force of acceptance of a different perspective in a free country, mm -hmm. which is wrong. It's wrong. No, none of these people, the people, these, the people, those people hate the most are people like us, right? Like just regular fucking white 
half white. Yeah. You know? Oh, I got a little bit of You're white now. Yeah. There's a little But when I got a question about black people, you're black. No, Which, all my fingers so are right clear. here. Is there, is there any yeah. financial gain or is this just an attention thing? No, no. I'm saying it's the imposition of and delusion of of culture intentionally. Uh-huh. And and so we live in a free country and most people that these people hate the most all understand that. All of none of us are like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, we're we're like, "Hey dude, maybe you should just go to the gay cake shop." <laughs> or maybe you should go to the dick. <laughs> I'm just why saying. Would, why wouldn't you want to though? Why wouldn't you want your money? Like in this I never understood com- this in the I first know. place when they first sued him. Why wouldn't you want your money to go Dude, to the gay couple down the street that has a cake shop? The free right. market should decide go, everything. Yeah. Yeah. The way it should be done is this dude can be known for doing no gay cakes, mm-hmm. no fucking whatever else cakes, and people could either shop with him or they don't, okay? And if you are in the gay community and you say, hey, this guy fucking hates gay people, that's your right to do so. Why would you go back there? That yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. And it's about making them go along. Imposing this the is will. not. Yeah. Yes, this is yeah. nothing more than that. This is about you will fucking do what I say. You're gonna. This build, is no different yeah, than the attitude yeah. they have with the masks yep. or the fucking vaccines or any of this bullshit for the last three years. This is all about you are gonna fucking dance when I say you're going to dance. Yep. And guess what? Some of us won't fucking dance. Yeah. And that's what they're not understanding. They want you to remove your fuck. You drew that line in the sand. They're gonna press you until you fucking erase it and draw a new one. That's that's all this is. Yeah, that's all. It's this free market, is. bro. If the guy's a bigot, don't fucking go there. Right. If he if you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't go there. You know. Yeah, but why do they keep fucking with him? It's like, <laughs> well, no, because they yeah, want this guy. Confusing. They want this guy fucking ruined. Yeah. yeah. They want to destroy his life, and you know what? The free market will do that on its own. But I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that this motherfucker is gonna be busier than you ever fucking been for doing what he just did. Yeah. Well, that's his thing, bro. Like, here's the thing. It's not like this guy's a fucking massive commercial baker, right? His defense, uh, what, what, he, what he said was, let me find it real quick. Because like, oh, here it is. He told the State Civil Rights Commission at the time that he can't even make more than two to five custom cakes per week, depending on the con- uh, time constraints um, and the demand for the cakes that he sells. And the only reason he was able to get out of here is be- uh, out of this being such a small shop is that he considers his work art. And he calls his cakes. Which is probably why they want to fucking go there because he's good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he uh, considers them art and he calls them a temporary sculpture. Listen, man, this is a free fucking country. I don't have to agree with this motherfucker or anything that he fucking does. Mm-hmm. He has the right to do whatever the fuck he's going to do. But where this needs to end is when people start imposing their fucking rights onto ours. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't mean I agree with him. Yeah. I don't have to agree with him. I don't have to fucking think anything of it. We live in a fucking free country. And yeah. that... That is why the 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 80% of people are not fighting back right. because they're like, oh, well, freedom. Yeah, except they're trying to change the game for you now. Well, I think also too, bro, like, I mean. Do, think, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So there's, when, when the fucking, when the lions show up, bro, at the gate, in this case, pussycats, and you don't fight the pussycats and you don't resist the pussycats, eventually the pussycats get what the fuck they want. Yeah. And you don't have to fucking do that much. All you got to do is fucking speak up. Holy shit. Here's the thing. I think, too, because... Show up at a fucking school board meeting when yeah. they're trying to teach your kids to suck dicks. Right. I think, I think, <laughs> I think too, though, man. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, oh, this is I not, know what you're talking yeah, about. This is, not, this is not a hard problem to solve culturally. It's yeah, just but it, people won't fucking take action. I really wish like, like that is an on-the-spot fireable offense to the entire board. 
you guys are all done. You have no more job. Yeah. Bye. Like, what's that? That that whole school board situation. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, dude, like that's that what is, I'm saying. You 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 have you have violated your fiduciary that's responsibility. What I'm saying, dude. Towards your your job. I think. I, I think too though. Like, I mean, because there, there's a line, right? And I think the problem is, is because they have diluted the our language so much, right? And nothing means what it's actually supposed to mean, right? Discrimination. They fucking took that and ran with it, right? Real discrimination. Now, like, let's say this guy was, you know, discriminating against black customers and would not sell to black customers, right? Okay, that's a legitimate argument, right? But this is not fucking discrimination when it's violating his actual fucking constitutional rights, right? He has a religious fucking right there, right? Freedom of religion, he's allowed, right? Like, it, it goes Dude, over there. I don't give a fuck if he was selling cakes that were satanic or fucking what. Like, f listen, if we're going to be fucking free, mm -hmm. we have to be fucking free. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that means for everybody. Yeah. And when we go in and start telling people what the fuck they can and can't do, that is unacceptable to me. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, we haven't burned a witch in like fucking a hundred years. Yeah, we're due. Yeah. <laughs> we're due. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are due for some like fucking super violent, crazy shit, some yeah. reckoning, bro. And I'm telling you, the pendulum is swinging fuck back. Oh yeah. And like, dude, the people that are propagating this shit <clears throat> in the big media and and these people, they're Dude, these people are out of touch with how fucking real that backlash could be. Because mm -hmm. people are pissed, man. Yeah. It's real. You know, like, like, dude, and their response isn't to back the fuck off. It's to push harder. It's very bizarre, man. It's a dangerous situation. I wish everybody would fucking grow the fuck up. It's real. Guys, moving right along, our third and final headline, headline number three. Uh, save the best for last. Well, this is the best. Uh, Biden invokes possibility of Armageddon in Democratic fundraiser speech. Um, so not sure if you guys saw that video or saw the statement, but uh, article reads: President Biden uh, said in an address to the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee uh, on Thursday night that the country under his leadership is as close to Armageddon as it has been since the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 1960s. Uh, speaking at a fundraiser in New York, Biden addressed uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin threatening to use a nuclear weapon. Quote, Putin was not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons, Biden said. Quote, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, Russia has hinted several times at the possibility it could unleash weapons of mass destruction in its battle with Ukrainian forces if Putin believes the fate of the country is at risk. Um, this was his statement. It says, quote, I want to remind you that our country also has various means of destruction and for separate components of more modern than those of the NATO countries. Uh, and when the territorial integrity of our country is threatened to protect Russia and our people, we will certainly use all the means at our disposal, Putin said in his address last month. Uh, White House officials I've said the Biden administration has communicated directly with Russian officials. I don't believe that, but um, about what kind of response uh, using a nuclear weapon would bring. While officials have said they aren't going to share publicly what the U.S. response would look like, they have said it would be catastrophic. So. What, we got? what, what would be the target, JT? Like hypothetically for Russia, what would they vaporize? New York and L.A. Right. That's the one thing that I guess so I'm, I'm in Vegas. That, that I'm is, good. Like, yeah. The one thing that I, yeah, yeah, but the problem is they would all be, you're the first, you're the first. Uh, oh yeah. I would leave Vegas yeah. as soon as that happened. Uh, why would you, do, why would that be the first cities? 
Oh, it's just your biggest, your biggest, uh, because my first city I would shoot would be their head of their government operations. Yeah. DC. So uh, you would, I would, I would probably say your top places would be NORAD, DC, New York city, Los Angeles. Like, like that's going to be the first phase. Um, just cause that's the most, yeah. most damage. And then look at where your major power dam, they might hit the Hoover dam. So yeah, Vegas might be it. <laughs> um, I'm going swimming. Yeah. Infrastructure. So they would hit infrastructure as well. So were nuclear weapons there too? Were nuclear weapons, you think? Like small nukes, like tactical nukes? Oh no, these would be like ICBMs, intercontinental ballistic missiles. So that that would wipe out everything in Las Vegas. Uh no. No, if they hit the dam, but I mean they probably would send one to Las Vegas too, just because it's an easy target. And now Air Force Base is there, so that that's a military, you know, big function. You know what's interesting to me, dude, is the culture of people in our country right now that think, you know, that going to the woods, becoming self-dependent, and getting off the grid and all this shit is actually going to solve this in any sort of way. Like, we'll, ne we'll never be stronger than we are right now. The more they push, the weaker we will fucking get. And people are like, well, fuck, I'm going to solve the problem by going out in the woods and fucking never like, bro, really? Yeah. They'll be, they'll be the last ones to die, but yeah, they but won't they're still coming for you, bro. Yeah. Like what, what it, like what the fuck are people thinking? So like, that would be another, another aspect of this, of the decision from Russia, you know, hypothetically there, do they want the land? Because if they want the land, then you're going to limit the strikes. And you're going to go with the highest dense population areas and the, the most, uh, you know, hard hitting infrastructure hit that we could take. Because again, if you just fucking launched 160 of these all over the country, then the, the entire landmass is unusable for the next 50 to 100 years. Yeah. So it's like, what good does that do you? you? You don't get any benefit out of it. So, but then now you also take into account is if Russia starts some shit, is China like, like, oh, hey, now's our chance. Yeah, 100%. But I also think China wants the land. So they would, I, you know. They've been buying it up at their own borders. Yeah. You see uh, Canada, they, they allow China to build some prisons or some shit. Police in stations. Yeah, police stations in Canada. Look, dude, I, I, I don't Trudeau know. is a fucking idiot. I don't. I think, I legitimately think we are in danger of losing our country legitimately in the next fucking 12 months. I don't think they're going to allow us to fucking continue to 24 and everybody has these big dreams of, you know, whoever coming up and saving our fucking asses. I personally don't see it happening. I, I think what I said on yesterday's show, the first 20 minutes where I talked about yeah. the, what's going to happen in a domino effect very quickly. If this election is lost and still maybe if this election is won by the right people, I'm not sure that they can even be stopped. Because what they've done to the currency is created a situation that it's literally irreparable, okay? And you have a population that's resistant to digital currency, what they're trying to put in. Um, you have the, the legitimate potential of power outages and blackouts for long periods of time because of what's going to happen to the gas. When gas goes to 20 or $30, which it fucking will if, if the Republicans don't win this election. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Okay, millions of businesses close in one day. Millions of employees unemployed in one day. Just like as quick as it came on in the fucking pandemic where they came in on TV and they said, hey, guess what? 
everything's fucking closed. It'll happen like that. Mm-hmm. And that will result in civil unrest. Criminals will go out. They will fucking kill all the people who have no way to defend themselves. Then those people will start to become gangs and the good people will start to look after each other and become gangs. We'll have civil unrest. Biden's drained the strategic oil reserves. If I was fucking China, bro, I know exactly when I'm fucking coming in. And I think, I think we're in real fucking danger of it. And I think people are far too passive and, and uh, comfortable with the situation at hand. Like if we're going to find out everything we need to know after the election, like real, because like if, if the, the guys win and it still doesn't stop, we're going to have fucking war in, in this country, like here. And people are not prepared for that. You know, like, look at their fucking Instagram. Look at the shit they post. Look at the shit they talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at, look at the fucking shit on TikTok and shit. Like, bro, motherfuckers are still, they're still posting, like, get rich quick fucking schemes with a fucking, you know, Lamborghini in the back. Like, bro, if you don't get focused on this one issue for a short period of time so that we can all come together and fucking fix it, uh, your fucking life is over. And that's, that's truly what I see happening. I really fucking hope I'm over. Listen, in business, I'm over urgent. I'm over. I'm over. You know this. We talked about this. I, I come from a place where I didn't have any success. So I look at the fucking, I'm, I'm trying to see everything with more urgency than what's required sometimes. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I can get a little ahead of myself. Okay. But legit, real talk. I see that as a real possibility of something that could happen very quickly. And I don't think people are, people for some reason are still not like, bro, the evidence is right in front of your fucking face. Like, look at your fucking prices. Look at your fuck, look at the inflation. Like, the problem is, is that most people don't have a fundamental understanding of how simple interest even works. And if you don't understand how interest works on a very simple way, you surely can't understand how the currency is about to fucking fail. You surely cannot understand that. And you can't understand implications of what that will create for you. You can't understand it because you're uneducated on the situation at hand from the, from the very foundational level. Yeah, your Facebook degree doesn't No, count. people don't know how to balance their fucking checkbook. And this is the point. They fucking do that to people on purpose so that people can be indebted and oppressed. They intentionally don't teach you how to be financially literate. It's not that fucking hard, but they don't teach you because they want you to go out and ruin your fucking life with these bullshit rap songs of fucking, you know, oh, fucking take drugs and do that. Like, bro, they, it's all a fucking game to suppress the human potential in our population as much as fucking possible so that for their fucking benefit. And until you can understand that shit, they are desperate right now. What do people do when they're desperate? The worst possible shit. Yeah. Destruction. Yes. And like, dude, this could stop really fucking quick if everybody would stand the fuck up at once and say, no, fuck that. We ain't about the fucking war. We ain't about this Ukraine shit. We want to pump our own fucking gas and we're going to make this fucking country great. If everybody stood up and said that shit, we ain't about this racism shit you put on TV. We're not about this fucking bullshit. You sexualizing our kids when they're five. If everybody got up and got behind that fucking shit, this would be fucking over. Today. 
Anyway, two words. Fuck that for guy. You. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I got two words for you. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> dude, the funniest thing. I'm sorry to get so fucking serious, man. I just truly believe dude, that. I fucking love it. I, yeah, dude, listen. I love it. Great. I'm just truly. That's no filter. BJ, bro. You know me, man. Yeah, 100%. Like, fucking you. Like, dude, we've had some real fucking talks. I would. Do you think I would really say that if I didn't fucking believe it? Fuck no. There's, I'm not trying to scare people, bro. No, uh -uh. It's just like, dude, you guys have let, they're not going, they're intentionally doing this to us. Yeah, because there's a lot to hide in the Ukraine, right? Yeah. Right, Bidens? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> what was funny was, did you hear his fucking soundbite where he said, nobody fucks with the Bidens? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure the whole world's been fucking with you, bro. Except Russia, <laughs> China, a bicycle. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure you're the yeah. teleprompter. Yeah. Bicycle, actually. Yeah. You, you, you are up, literally the fucking dog that gets kicked at the end of the cycle of abuse. Mm. That's you, Joe Biden. So everybody fucks with you. Yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. You know, they kick the dog. Like the boss yells at the dude. The, 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 the wife yells at the dude. The son yells at the dude. The dude looks at the dog and says, fuck you and kicks the dog. <laughs> you know, like it's just an old fucking like old man story. Yeah. My dad used to tell us a story. Of, no, I ain't going to tell it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to fucking tell it, bro. I'm not going to tell it. Well, guys, that was our three headlines. It's uh, the final segment of the show. As always, we have our thumbs up headline. So this is where we show a headline. It's either going to get two thumbs up or two thumbs somewhere you don't want them. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, you think about that. It just depends on the day. Yeah, it depends. Uh, <laughs> but our thumbs up headline reads, On this day in history, October 7th, 1916, Georgia Tech football beats Cumberland 222-0. to Wow. Oh, I bet they got canceled. <laughs> I bet the coach got fired. <laughs> no, I'd be surprised. Uh, it was led by the the world's famous coach John Heisman. You guys familiar with that name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Georgia Tech, led by legendary coach and trophy namesake See? John Heisman, humiliated Cumberland uh, College two hundred and twenty two to zero in the most lopsided college football game on record on this day in history, October seventh, nineteen sixty. Is that on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the football. I mean, fuck, dude. That's a lot of fucking scoring, bro. bro. That's a shit ton. Like, like that's scoring on offense and defense every fucking time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the football yeah, like three to eight touchdowns. <laughs> that's a shit ton. <laughs> uh, the football farce pitted national pigskin powerhouse Georgia Tech against a school from Lebanon, Tennessee, that reportedly uh, pulled student volunteers off campus and out of frat houses to fulfill a contractual commitment to the football game. The rut uh, can be traced back to a 22-0 loss. The Georgia Tech baseball team, um, also coached by Heisman, suffered in the spring of 1915. So this was payback. Okay, Heisman suspected that Cumberland had stacked its team with professional ringers. Uh, the NCAA uh, reported in its 100th anniversary retrospect of the game in 2016. Heisman enjoyed his opportunity for revenge <clears> on the gridiron. Uh, so, yeah, so brought him in. Um, Cumberland uh, reportedly would owe Tech $3,000 if the game was not played. So they tried to start bagging out of this deal because they knew some shit was coming. Um, but that didn't stop uh, Heisman because he actually reportedly personally chipped in $500 to help Cumberland cover the travel expenses to make sure that they got there. There we go. See, this is what we need more of in America. Mm. We need more badass shit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We don't have that shit anymore. Mm -mm. Nope. I'm not talking about troll shit either. I'm talking about real shit. Like, like everybody out there is fucking dealing like with, sh like, 
They were up 126 to zero at halftime. How do you score that many points? Well, so they scored th- 32 touchdowns total, um, including six that were on kick and punt returns. Yeah. But I mean, I guess when you're pulling volunteers and drunk frat boys out to be on the team. Yeah. They, Cumberland finished with negative 28 total yards. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was uh, Georgia Tech produced 501 total yards on just 29 offensive plays. And they didn't get a first down. <laughs> no, neither team got a first down. Yeah. So fucking crazy. There's the actual ball that was used. Um, that's now sitting at Georgia Tech on display. There's John Heisman there. And here's one of the only pitchers that were available during that time. Crazy shit. Yeah, I bet they were fucking sore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pads or anything. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I give it a thumbs up, bro. Like, we need to get back to this level of shit. Like, you know, like, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm oh, gonna, no, you're coming. You're huh? not getting out of this one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> oh, you need help like, getting here? I yeah, got you. Oh, you know, we got funny? you. They got the greatest football uh, trophy ever, uh, the Heisman Trophy, named after this dude. And if this dude were a coach, he'd be fucking fired for that. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. They actually tried that shit in California. Uh, this high school that was like a fucking powerhouse, bro. Every other team just forfeited the rest of the season against them. I saw that. Did yeah. you send me that? Yeah. Weren't the dudes like all like 6'9", like four oh, I mean, bills? They, they, like, listen, they were fucking massive fucking kids, but. Yeah, the, like the parents on the they other team. They were eating the matcha fish, the Chernobyl yeah. fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, the parents started complaining. They're like, I don't want my, I don't want little Billy to get hurt, you know? And so, like, these other teams are supposed to be playing just forfeited the games. So, they, like, the last, like, fucking, you know, six games of the season, they had no, nobody to play. <laughs> it's crazy. So, what, what was the story with these kids? Were they sprinkling train on their cornflakes? Or? Maybe. Maybe. They were big, dude. I watched the video. They were, like, big men I mean, like, compared yeah. to all the other high school kids. But still, at the same time. It's that fucking come sucks, take bro. this ass. I, I had to play, dude. Listen, there was this dude when I was in high school. The first three plays of the fucking game, he touched the ball, mm-hmm. fucking touchdown. Yeah, Ever, I played against like, bro, this dude was six four, two hundred forty fucking pounds, and he fucking hurt people. Yeah, and then he went on to play at Mizzou, and then went on to play at fucking uh, professional. Yeah, and you know what? He was celebrated. Now it's like, bro, you can't be too good, or you can't be too dominant. Or people hate you. Yeah. And it's like in every area of life. Like, bro, you, it should be no surprise that we're letting these people just do whatever the fuck they want. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it, dude. I'm not cut from that cloth. I can't get it. Like, if I'm playing a game, I'm trying to beat you 100 to fucking nothing. Like, it's not like I'm trying to beat. I'm not, I don't care if you fucking feel bad. Yeah. All right. Your turn. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same way with that. Like, when it comes to racing, it's, it's always been my dream to dominate all day like at the 500 or the 1,000 and get to the finish line with enough time to go take a shower, go to the bar and get fucking drunk and come back and congratulate second place. That's how <laughs> bad I want to beat these bro, that, bro, I love that's that. That's BJ Baldwin, motherfucker. That's about the baddest ass oh, I'm shit. Not, I'm on my <laughs> fucking death <laughs> drink. Oh, you I just rolled it. in? What up? <laughs> yeah. So, so got you a shot. <laughs> dude, I get it, man. I already did the cold tub. Yeah. <laughs> How's racing going this year, dude? It's going really good. First, it's going really good. We're uh we're leading points. We won uh two of the races this year. Um we had some problems in the last race. We still finished top five. Then we're going to Laughlin. Laughlin's a really, really good race uh for me. 
because um, it's not like well, normally with desert racing, you have, you know, 250 or 500 mile, 1,000 mile uh, courses where you have to really take care of the equipment because, you, you know, you, you have a long, really rough day ahead of you. Laughlin is like five 18 mile loops. So you get to beat on that motherfucker like it owes you money and just open the butterflies and bounce off everything. And the guy that can stretch the rubber band that thin for that long without being upside down and on fire in one of the corners, that's the guy that, you know, that beats on everybody. So Laughlin has been really good to me. And I, I love that pace where I don't have to worry so much about taking care of equipment. Um, we got a solid points lead. Um, we're going to wrap up the championship this year in best in the desert. And then we have, uh, a few, well, we have a very long awaited viral film series that, uh, we did with black rifle. Very prestigious. Yeah. Very prestigious. That was I, a lot of fun. <laughs> I got to see a little bit of that. Yeah. It was, that was, uh, one of the coolest fucking things I ever saw. <laughs> oh, I think I even said that when we were watching the video. Yeah. 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 Like, that was fuck, good. Dude, it was, it was, it was awesome. a great response. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the amount of work that we put yeah. into this thing over the last seven was, months. Oh my God. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be one of the best pieces of, of, of content I've ever seen, honestly. And it the stress fucking, of, it was of awesome. losing the motor the first night, having yeah. the truck trailered to, to Northern California, having the motor re, like, refreshed. Yeah, we get back on the dyno, do a bunch of electronical stuff. By the time we needed to start shooting the next morning. Yeah, it's production, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, was, it was crazy. Dude, that it time. was cool because like, I'm sitting there watching the video with the dude who drove the video. <laughs> and like you're gonna watch this thing and you're gonna be like that didn't he didn't actually do that but i'm telling oh, I you was there he <laughs> fucking did it because i'm like examining it i'm like is there's that real no fucking like, way yeah i'm like there's no like it was dude it was cool i can't wait for people don't to worry see i've got all the cell phone said, shots from from the actual days so we can prove it i said uh how how many how many views i gotta get <laughs> at least a thousand. Tens of tens. <laughs> <laughs> at least a thousand. Well, be 222 cool. to zero. You huh? good on this? Yeah, I like it. Hey, you, you know what? Are we allowed to Let's not like it? it or what? Yeah, bro, it's America. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I just don't know how Listen, you dislike something. You know like what? This. You should be better. Go fucking get better. True. That's how the real world works. Yeah. Cumberland definitely got better that day. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know? Bro, what you guys got going on with uh, Black Rifle? Stores is the big initiative right now. Store, stores opening up, the club, Walmart, uh, you know, uh, Final Send coming out November 11th on, on Veterans Day, which is a huge project we did in conjunction with Hoonigan Racing. They produced and directed a film with us in Bernie, Texas. We shut down the roads. Travis Pastrana plays a sheriff, and we have three actual World War II veterans involved with it, and it is going to be so awesome that's fucking I awesome i promise you you're going to see the coolest again the second coolest thing you've ever seen yeah <laughs> will be the final send <laughs> that's cool well i appreciate you guys coming on the show man thanks for time. thanks for the invite awesome. Yeah. awesome super cool all right guys that's the show please pay the fee Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, dust a no, headshot, case closed